0: Welcome back to Vintage and Stuff everybody. I am Drew Heifetz, your host. Also the owner of F's and Frank Vintage Clothing. I have 20 plus years in the business. This is the podcast where we interview the brightest, the most interesting, the most knowledgeable minds in the vintage community. Today on the show we have B for Vintage. Her name is Brittany and she is a massive whatnot seller. And recently had a show where she grossed $100,000, north of $100,000. Not many people can say that they've done $100,000 in one day, but she has. (laughs) Took her 15 hours on a Whatnot Live. So that's no small feat. Um, But she's been killing it. She's been killing it on Whatnot, um, making kind of waves in the t-shirt world and, um, yeah, we have a great chat. We get into all kinds of interesting topics. We get into this whatnot live that she did a hundred K on topic. We get into the March Madness vintage contests, which is a whole thing in and of itself. Vintage contests where t-shirt dealers will go bat to bat and compete and like do these, uh, round robin type tournaments. She won a massive one um we talk about that she is sober and we have a whole conversation about being sober what that means for your life your business your brain because i am also sober i am one year sober she's currently on uh, almost seven years talk about that we talk about the t-shirt business she drops so much knowledge about selling on what night there is about selling on whatnot. There's so much tips and tricks in this episode about selling on whatnot. You really need to listen till the end. Because if you're gonna sell on whatnot, this is kind of a crash course in how you're gonna be successful. So definitely listen till the end. We get into all kinds of great topics. So sit back, buckle your seatbelt, because here is Britney before 15. welcome to the show.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Super this excited. Awesome. I'm excited. I I tuned into your live randomly because I just was downloading Whatnot again for like the third time because I downloaded a bunch and never really went on but downloaded <laughs> it because I want to get on and then I, I pull up and you're live doing this crazy show. That was my first intro to you. Um, I love it. Yeah. And I was like, shit, these guys got tons of heat. It's just like heat after heat after heat. And I'm like, kind of shocked. I'm like, wow, where do they get all this stuff? How do they accumulate this much killer product for a live like this? Um, so that was my intro to you. And then after doing a little bit more research, you know, you have 16,000 followers on, on whatnot. Mm -hmm. It says you've sold over 53,000 hundred items which I did some rough math and I'm thinking like you're what you're over a quarter million in sales am I am I in the ballpark
1: um sure I'm trying to think <laughs> yeah yes yes
0: yeah okay yes. I mean my math could be so off I was just like throwing numbers yes. around okay no, so that's sure. that's that's very impressive no, you're good um mm-hmm. And after talking to like some of your friends, you come, you come highly regarded as just a good person in the vintage community.
1: Thank you. I try to be, keep my side of the street clean.
0: I love that. And yeah, uh, yeah, it's like a lot, a lot of fun topics today. We want to talk about, we want to talk about what not a ton. We want to talk about that live specifically. Um, I want to talk about this phenomena of the vintage madness, Uh, thing Mm -hmm. that kind of like got you catapulted into the scene yeah that's some um you know i want to talk about sobriety because i know you're you're sober i think that's Mm -hmm. very interesting and i think people want to hear about that um so yeah lots of fun things to talk about i'm stoked to jump into it with you
1: me too thank you for having me
0: i'm pumped nice so I want to really, I want to, later in the episode, I want to get into that, that the, the whole breakdown of that live. Cause you had told me it was 15 hours long. I think that's mayhem. I would have burnt the fuck out after like hour three <laughs> because I, yeah. I've been there before, but, uh, I just want to know for that live specifically, like, will you tell us the total take on that live total sales for your 15 hour live.
1: Total sales was a hundred, um, a hundred. What is it? A little over a hundred grand. Yeah.
0: hundred grand.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: See, I guess, I guess it's worth 15 hours, 15 hours. I mean, there's a lot more that goes into it than 15 hours to be honest, but, um, yeah. God damn, that's impressive.
1: Yeah. I didn't think it was going to take that long, but I never have done anything like that live. So, you know, I learned a ton of, a ton of stuff from that live that I think would cut the time next time, but I don't know if there would be a next time.
0: <laughs> that was wild. Yeah, that, that that's yeah. a chunk.
1: Mm-hmm. All right,
0: so um, later in the episode, I want to really dive into that whole process. I want to I talk a lot about whatnot on this episode, like sort of the whole process of you getting on there, getting followers. I really want to like give the listeners like the play-by-play on that because I think there's a lot of value to be had there. Um, but I heard you actually got banned from whatnot at one point. So I want to hear about this.
1: Um, I never got banned from whatnot.
0: One of your friends who you recommended me talk to said you got <laughs> banned from whatnot.
1: Um, never got banned. Never. What the got hell? Banned.
0: Okay, so that's false information. That never happened. Uh, my sources, my sources are not coming with the good info for me. Here. <laughs> I wonder what <laughs> other people I have that's not gonna be right.
1: That is so funny. Wow. I've gotten like warnings and stuff like that, but I've never got. Um, I got in trouble after the big show for vaping on the big show because um, I had gotten told like a million times not to vape, and I was like, "I'm doing like I'm trying to do a hundred grand here. I'm gonna vape like." If you want to ban me for thirty days, ban me for thirty days. Um, Like it's just stupid. Um, Trying to work my ass off here. Like I'm not. I don't know.
0: Yeah. So let they, me make yeah. you money. Stop yeah. giving me shit here.
1: Yeah. So they, you know, just were like, you don't have InstaPay for this amount of time, and I was like, well, that's wonderful because I'm on a break for a month. I'm not going live. So I love so, what. Whatnot, what, what
0: what other reasons are there that, that whatnot would ban somebody? Like what are the, what are the reasons for getting kicked off the app?
1: Um, it's really hard to like get perma banned. Like you have to get in really deep shit. Cause, um, there's a couple of people that I know that got perma banned and it took, I think a lot. Um, but to get like seven day ban and 30 day, no insta pay um i guess lately it doesn't take much um shipping i know one of my really good buddies yeah. yeah like if you've had shipping violations um i've had a ton of friends with that um and then one of my good buddies had a guest on his show and who's like one of the best sellers straight a um seller on there. It's never had like any trouble on there It makes them a lot of money. And, um, he had, uh, he was hosting and he had a buddy on there and somebody came in and said something like really nasty. And our friend that he was hosting, you know, kind of snapped, I guess, snapped on the person and they both got banned for seven days and then no Instapay for 30 days. And there was just no way around it. And I was, it was a little ridiculous. Yeah. But it's like, you I don't know. Like if you're hosting someone, they want us to host people. And then, you know, I don't know. You can't be like, you can't be, you know, like I, well, I mean, you can't, I can't have control over my buddy that's in freaking New York. You know what I mean? Like,
0: yeah, that's true. Off. So the, the 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 person who said it should be banned potentially, but not the not the host. Yeah, that's.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, I see where they're coming from because they don't, they they can only control the sellers. They can't control the the comment section, right? right. I also heard like they banned they banned um, certain like mystery box programs and stuff, and all these like yeah. weird like gaming kind of things. Yeah. Cause that was going off for a while, wasn't it?
1: I know so much fun. Like mystery, mystery boxes were so much fun. That was like one of my biggest shows at one time. I remember me and my husband did like, he, um, like super supports me. He's not into vintage. Um, but sometimes he'll help me with the bigger shows like computer wise doing the store and doing all that. And, um, you know, we would have chasers, like whoever spent the most on a box or whatever gets this tea, um, kind of followed like what rally roots did. And, um, you can't do that. And I did mystery boxes and I think we made like 15 grand that stream. And that was like, yes, like we have made it This is the biggest stream. Yeah, it was, it was huge. It was really, really big. And, but it, literally took forever it was at a point where it was like a slow point so that show was not like a quick easy show like it took me a while like i was like no i am sitting here i am selling these boxes my husband's like mark them down mark them down i'm like i'm not marking these boxes like i did mark them down a little bit but i was like no i'm sitting here i'm selling my boxes and we're gonna do that
0: hold your ground
1: going
0: to do this okay um so uh i haven't had like i haven't had a female on the show in a long time so i'm actually just excited to have a female on the show um i feel like i've had like i've reached out to a bunch and you know this this industry you know there's lots of females that sell vintage but um the t-shirt thing specifically is like very male dominated i'm sure you you see that right um, yeah so it's, it's, I'm excited to get your take on all these, all these things from your point of view. Yes. I want to kick it back to where this started for you. I think you're about two years into vintage now selling vintage. Is that right?
1: Yes. selling. Yeah.
0: So I want to kick it back, um, to the beginning. I want you to tell your whole sort of origin story, how you got in, um, your, your AKA, the Harley Queen, which I wore. I wore a Harley for you.
1: I love it. I <laughs> love it. Classic eagle. I love it. Love, it,
0: love um, it. So I want to kick it back. But before I kick it back, I have one fun little game we're going to play. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So obviously, doing a lot of lives, you, you stream on um, IG as well as whatnot. You've done these sort of contest uh, events which I definitely want to hear. The whole, I, it's funny because I don't even really know about this thing. Like you were explaining it to me before. I don't even, I think I may have heard of this before, but I've never watched one. So I really want to hear all about that. We're going to play a game. You, you get to see all your items sell in real time, which is auction format most of the time. And you're seeing like this sort of like fluctuations in what things are valued. So you get to, Get a you get a better understanding unless you're sitting on eBay like a nerd every night looking at what's selling. It's hard to keep up with the t shirt market, right? 100%. But someone who streams a lot gets to see it more than most people. So I'm just going to show you t shirts that I picked out. I got ten t shirts, and I want okay. you to just tell us what you think they would sell for on okay. say your live or like a faded live or whatever rally roots live. Okay, um, there's no right or wrong answer. This is just like what you would say they're going to sell for. And this is not like maybe like the top value. This is like what you think they would go for on a whatnot. Okay. Okay. I'm okay. excited. First up, first up, we got this Yankees lightning bolt tee. I'm pretty sure this is like a Salem.
1: Oh, that's a nice one. I feel like I haven't even seen that one before. Oh, nice sports, <laughs> Okay. Tea. Okay. I would say mm, one, one fifty to two hundred, easy. Okay, cool. I'm saying on okay. whatnot. I'm saying on yeah, whatnot. totally.
0: And I don't even know. I just I literally pulled a bunch of these off people's IGs. I searched a couple on Google. I just was like, I'm just going to get a cross section of T's, and I don't even know what their values are. Okay, so this yeah. is the Bulls shattered, that, backboard. shattered backboard. Yeah, I would
1: say one twenty five, one fifty.
0: Okay, and speaking of the shattered backboards, like, is there any teams that are like the, the higher price ones versus lower price ones, or they all
1: kind of the um, um, I feel like just shattered backboards in general are just so hard to get. Like the Bulls is easy to get. Um, the Hornets is a little more easy to get. The Suns I've seen around, um, but I'm trying to get like the whole shattered backboard collection. I'll tell you about it um, later, but yeah, yes. okay, cool. yeah, but okay. I feel like a lot of them are just the harder ones. They're just hard to get. They're hard to get sure, for sure. Yeah,
0: I don't see them. I don't see them very much. And to be honest, no. if I have seen a lot of them in the past, they were before I even knew that the shattered backboard was cool. So I probably sold them for 30 bucks. So, okay. Here we have a Nas wrap tee. Okay. Nas wrap tee. mm.
1: Oh, so that's a good one.
0: I'm gonna say seven hundred. Okay. Um. Here we have, se- yeah, seven hundred. I mean, that's fair. I sold, I sold. Uh, actually, it's coming up. I won't. I won't say that. But I, I feel like that one might. Might. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know about it, whatnot. Sonic Youth, long sleeve my
1: cute long sleeve. I mean, I haven't really seen that one, so I'm going to say 800 bucks.
0: Okay, fair, that's my guess fair on estimate. that one. Yeah, okay. This one I actually sold on a whatnot, and uh, it has a, it, the back is actually sick too because the back's like even more like wrap tea vibe. The Mike Tyson.
1: Yes, Mike Tyson. Um, Mike Tyson. I would say seven, eight hundred bucks.
0: Yeah, spot on. I think it went for like just over seven, if I remember correctly.
1: I feel like you know, okay, Instagram right. Instagram could be different. You know what I mean? It could be more yeah. sometimes. Like Instagram is. Has a little bit more respect for pieces. So,
0: like if you were to be on a live on Instagram versus a live on that. Really? Okay. Good to know. Okay. We got a Dolly Parton.
1: Dolly Parton, I'm going to say 75
0: bucks. Okay. Freddy Krueger, Nightmare on Elm Street.
1: 350.
0: yeah i like your i like your pricing uh this is like the big eagle harley that goes out on the sleeves
1: i'm gonna say 200
0: do you have this one
1: um i don't i have sold it but i don't have it as a personal
0: okay well there you have oh we'll actually i have two more still okay let's just pick one of these uh doo-doo-doo. That's Ghost Rider, mega. right? I don't oh know yeah, the Mega Ghost
1: Yeah, Ghost Rider Mega. Um, I've sold that one on Instagram. How much did I sell that one for? I think under a grand. It went pretty low. But yeah, I'm gonna say okay. the Mega. It'll probably go seven hundred bucks. So what's the, no what's the highest
0: bucks. Mega you've sold?
1: Um was on i think was on vintage madness no was it no no i don't know god i've sold a few
0: nice okay the hulk
1: one. okay um mm, what is that one i can't really see it
0: it's bob marley is mosquito head
1: bob marley mosquito head um if that's the one i've oh yeah yeah um 600 bucks
0: all right all right um i couldn't tell you how close that was because i couldn't i don't even know but it sounded really good to me (laughs) uh, listeners out there you let us know Um, let's let's kick it back now give us the uh give us the history how did you end up in this crazy world of selling vintage t-shirts going live uh and all that
1: Um, okay. So started my girlfriend in LA. She, my friend owned a store and selling women's clothes and like a boutique. And my other friend went to Rose Bowl, did that whole thing. And she would do Harley and band drops on my other friend's website and at her store. And so I would see the Harley stuff and I'm like, Oh my gosh. Like, I love the fashion of it. I love the flames. I love the color. Um, like I'm pretty simple when it is like, like during the day, pretty simple, like no makeup, hair up, I'm chilling, sunglasses. I like to have a fire t-shirt on my leggings, maybe my Yeezys, maybe. Um, so, and especially when I was pregnant, I just always wanted a fire t t-shirt, but I don't know. Something just drew me to the Harley graphics. So she started coming over. She would let me know when she had Who is Steph. your
0: friend? Can we, can we give her a shout out?
1: Yes. Oh my gosh. My friend. Oh my God. What is my friend's freaking name? Let me think for a second. Um, kind okay. I need to text Brad because Oh my gosh, she's gonna kill me. My friend that used to sell Harley to me.
0: Is she still doing it?
1: Yeah, she's definitely doing it. And she she's amazing. So she would just come to my house and bring the stuff because I spent money. I would pick out what she want and then she would just do her drop from there. And she would come over. Um, and I'd say this, this and this, I wouldn't even try them on. I kind of like got the gist of a size and I really liked Harley flames. A hundred percent. So I was like the flames, the flames is my thing. And my brother, my oldest brother who was like 55 ish. He he, ran, he rode Harley's all his life. So he's like the tough biker guy. You know, and people would be like, Do you ride? And I'm like, no, I definitely don't ride. Um I don't ride, um, but I'm obsessed with the fashion, you know? And so she just would come over, sell me the tees. I started getting into the band tees, um, not really knowing like what what kind of band tees I had and stuff. Um I just liked The tees, and then I got pregnant. So then I started getting bigger sizes from her. And long story short, you know, a couple years, couple kids, start losing weight, and I'm like, I want to, you know, like I'm like donating all my clothes, donating all my clothes, and I'm like, I don't want to donate this stuff, you know, like I don't want to donate it. Like I feel like I could do what my friend does. I need, you know, like I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with my teeth. So I started like buying like smaller sizes from her, started talking to her about it. Um, she was super supportive and I started an Instagram and I started, like I told you, I started a Poshmark. So I'm like, I'm just going to resell, you know, the bigger size ones, the ones I don't want. I wanted to Learn how to sew and like redo stuff, like I told you, like the ones with the bleach or the ones that were messed up. Um, yeah. like I wouldn't touch ones. Orly, her name is Orly. Um, what is her Instagram? Her Instagram, I just haven't seen her in forever, and my mom brain is horrible. Her Instagram is. Oh, my God. She's the best. Denim by Orly. Is that what it is? Yeah. Denim by Orly.
0: Okay. Denim by Orly. Shout out Denim by Orly.
1: Shout out Denim by Orly. Boom shakalaka. Orly. O-R-L-E-E. She's an L. Interesting name. I knew an
0: Orly in high school, but I haven't heard that name in many, many years. Cool name.
1: She is a beautiful person. Such a beautiful person. Um, I love her so much. I miss her. Um so we moved to so Orange. You're, selling, County on about, posh,
0: you're yeah. selling on Poshmark, you're selling on Instagram. Do you remember like the first the first couple of teas you sold?
1: they were, you know, they were just Harleys. I didn't know what to price them at. I was I know I sold, I had a Suey and the Banshees tea. And I posted it on Poshmark for like 50 bucks and it went in like two seconds. And I had like so many people like messaging me or asking me about the shirt. Do you have another shirt like that? And I was like, oh shit. Like I have no idea like what kind of band tees I'm dealing with, you know? Like I have no clue. Um, But did that and then I got the – yeah, started getting – how I got in touch with people just on Instagram maybe I think like hashtags and stuff like that and there's a couple people um Omar his new um his factory finds I forget his old street reheat Omar street reheat he was one of my first friends on there and that was one of the first lives that I went on with a buddy Hayden of mine, which like, I still know them today. Um, And they're in the community, you know, like they're, everybody knows them. A lot of people know them. And I remember going, I remember hitting the request button. They were just like chilling. And I was like, I have all this stuff. My buddy had a shop in LA, not in LA in Thousand Oaks. So I would run up and get stuff from him it would give me deals. And then that's how I started selling more stuff when I was in LA. And so I acquired like a couple racks of stuff and I jumped on this live and I'm like, hi, I'm new. I don't know. <laughs> you know, they were just chatting and I was like, super proud of myself because I was super nervous. Like they were just chatting. They weren't selling. They were just showing stuff. And I'm like, you know, look at some of these teas I have. And they were just like, Hell yeah, like good for you, like what's up? Blah, 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 blah. And um the rest literally is history. And my friend Omar, he is the one who got me onto whatnot. And cause that's when whatnot was like starting to trend and people were starting to talk about it on lives. Um, and be like, is whatnot worth it? Is this that? Da, 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 da. And I'm like, what's whatnot? And my buddy was like, here, I'll get you on it. Let's, you know, see if you like it. Like, I really like it. I'm making money on it. See if you like it. And so I tried it. I was literally sitting on the floor in my bedroom, just with stacks of teas, selling stuff. He helped me with my first show. And a lot of my followers remember that first show.
0: (laughs) Seriously? (laughs)
1: yeah oh yeah a lot of, a lot of people remember it mm-hmm.
0: so how people many people were it. on your first show how many people were on your first show
1: maybe like 30 maybe like 30. okay yeah because i had
0: uh,
1: omar he, with what, me
0: oh so you was like a ho- he was hosting you on the show
1: he, i was um i think i was like on his show just in the comments and then i started a show and i co-hosted him and then yeah maybe like 20 30 people i feel like and like
0: and were things selling?
1: Things were selling. Yeah, i sold like maybe like 20 things. It was just cheap starts. Um and i was like okay. You know, i just sold 20 things in like an hour. Like this is pretty this is dope. Like, I don't know if like I sold it for great prices, but this is how you like move a lot of stuff. And I always had a lot of stuff.
0: I like buying. Yeah, I think, I think that's like a topic that a lot of people want to hear about because Mm -hmm. to get started, whatnot is essentially like a social media platform in the fact that you have to build it. You can't just show up the first day and expect to get thousands of dollars for t-shirts or even, I don't know, you just can't get a lot of money for things and you got to build this no. and you got to kind of like sacrifice, throw some like Hail Marys out there, right? So, um, you know, and I always think about this too because I'm like, there's a lot of people selling on there and like, I guess so many of the people selling on there are bins kids, right? And when you're a bins kid, you can afford to sell a shirt for five bucks because you got yeah. it for a dollar or 50 cents. But like most right. of us, that's not the case, right? Yes. So... <laughs> It's tricky and uh, I guess like talk about that first show and then like how, how quickly it built for you and like what was the progression?
1: So I feel like I started getting better stuff and like it didn't start with dollar shows. Like I was not a dollar show girl. Like I was like, how can I start things at a dollar? Like I don't understand how people start stuff at a dollar um and have these big shows you know like I just need to like study it and you know that's like me and my husband did we watched a lot we supported a lot um like that's how I became friends with all the people on there like rally and soul pound and just all my buddies on there um just like watching and learning honestly just being in the lives and started getting better stuff um and I would do, store, like, I would have stores. Like, I would just load a store and then put a start on it. You know, what I was comfortable at letting, letting it go at. Or I would do a little dollar start show and do some giveaways and get followers from that. And, um, you know, obviously came down in the garage and have this huge space where, I have all my stuff and I can set it all up and do bigger shows. Like we've done some crazy stuff in here with crazy shows. And, um, but yeah, it didn't happen overnight. You know, it's, it took, it took a minute, you know, it's and it's really hard because for new sellers, you know, they get on there, they get so discouraged and it is, it is frustrating, you know, but it's like, you just gotta be patient and you got to, put the work in and if you don't like don't feel pressured to sell something for a dollar or don't you know don't feel pressured to do that because i was like no way like i'm not starting stuff at a dollar when i have 15 people in here you know what i mean like now if i could i would you know but i can't like at that point i was just buying stuff from people over the internet, whatnot, Instagram, you know, I wasn't buying mass amounts of t-shirts, you know what I mean? So,
0: yeah, I think that's important. Important. You gotta like, you gotta figure out what works for you. Some people are selling bundles. Some people are selling straight out of the bins, like what they picked that day. Some people Mm -hmm, mm were curating like amazing collections. So you gotta kind of like find your lane, I guess. Um, and then, then there's some people who only will swear by dollar auctions, swear by sudden death, which is like no mm-hmm. pick up in the time. They people people have all their like oh. this is the way methods, you know. And, oh, yeah.
1: oh yeah, I have um, so many buddies that are one dollar sudden death only way. Only way. Yeah,
0: and that's kind of crazy, oh. but yeah. uh, it works for some people, right? So. So I'm in the process of building on there. So uh, everybody who's listening needs to go follow my account and definitely follow B Brittany. Go follow,
1: yes. Go follow <laughs> Drew.
0: Um, Cause we're going to be doing like, I think what we're going to do is something different. We're going to do uh, run it from this. I have three like physical locations and we're going to do a show okay. in each location once a week. So there'll be like three shows a week. It's like after hours we'll like, do some giveaway. I don't know exactly the format yet, but, but we're mm-hmm. going to be in the stores, so we can like show mm-hmm. a bunch of stuff and then do like do some $1 starts, but then also just like be like, who wants to see some shit, you know, and show what we got. 100%.
1: Yeah. That's like usually a lot of people do like do their stuff in their stores, you know, and yeah. just do. Yeah. Either starts or I'm starting this. I'll start this for 25. I'll start this for 60. This is a buy it now at 400, you know, like,
0: yeah, and have, I guess I never see shows. that because I'm always on at night. I'm always on like, when I'm like, okay, I finally have nothing to do with my time. It's like 11 o'clock at night and I jump on I and know. see I swear, I always just see bin kids. I'm like, is this another bin kid, like selling shit for a buck, trying to like sell me a Mickey fleece or something?
1: Um, yeah. Yeah. I'll have to send you a couple of my friends that I know that have stores and that go on. Like Stan, he has. Um, he's in. Oh God, where is he in? He's in Illinois. I don't know, but he goes live from his store all the time. There's a couple of people Sweet. like clubhouse. I think they go live from their store. Like I'll send you cool. some people, mm-hmm. but I know because so, we're parents. So, and run businesses. So our time is 11 PM. That's my time too.
0: Yeah, totally. So you said that your husband supports you, which I think is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, you want, you you. You want to share the secret of a healthy relationship with us?
1: I mean, it doesn't mean that I don't want to kill him sometimes. Like, that is a healthy relationship to me. <laughs> it's not like, totally. it's, you know, butterflies. And yeah. Um, <laughs> butterflies and rainbows 24-7. It's Yeah. I love you. Okay. And then it's like, stay the fuck away from me for a second. <laughs> you know? That's all. Thank you. Yeah, okay, Thank good. you for giving Bye. me respect my space. Respect my space. And he does. And he does. He really does. He's a really good guy. I'm very wild, open, um, chatty, friendly. um, And he's very, once you get to know him, once he opens up, he's super funny. And he's just more chill, more shy. Um, So we're definitely a good balance for each other. He likes my craziness.
0: It's great. It works. Um, yeah, that's what, I love it. Well, Rally Roots uh, said that, you know, he did say both of you guys were great, generous people. So shout out Rally Roots. I love
1: Roots them for, so much. Yeah. Yes. They're, they're, yeah, they're so they're, great.
0: They are. And they're, they're very smart. They're good business people. They seem... So smart. I've, I've had him on the show. We've talked a bunch and they just seem like very... Uh, giving in the community. Yeah. And um like they're well versed in a lot of things, they're very smart, so I don't know, I nothing but good things to say about those guys.
1: Yes, they blow me away. I go to Ryan for a lot of stuff, just a lot of advice all the time, and he's been there for me literally since like day 1. And then we've had how many times have we met them in person i feel like it was just once we were in houston but we were there for a couple days with them and we had a blast with them and i was with Allie and i love her she's even more amazing in person literally
0: nice. she is
1: stunning funny smart she's hilarious so love them
0: all right quick word from our sponsor F as in Frank Vintage, my company. Yes, my company sponsors the podcast because none of you guys are out there sending me checks, are you? But if you want to, you can. If you want to sponsor the podcast, you're welcome to. Hit me up on IG, Drew Heifetz, and you can sponsor the podcast. But for now, it's sponsored by my company, F as in Frank Vintage. We now have four stores to serve you up vintage goods. We have our main street location in vancouver at 2425 main street we have our gas town location at 302 cordova street vancouver we have our squamish warehouse outlet where we're serving up good discounts because it's a warehouse outlet uh which is at 39279 queensway in squamish and we now also have our whistler location which is in sundial place in whistler village we also have the website F as in Frank, vintage.com where listeners of the show can get 30% off with code and stuff Matt make sure you put that on the screen go cop some drip and if you're in the Sea to Sky or the Vancouver area make sure you come and stop into one of our stores and more stores opening soon So I want. Uh, I want. What does your husband do? Can you tell us on on here?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he owns a seafood distribution company.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah. And you guys, you kind of said it before. We didn't really dive into it. You guys are in. You guys are in Huntington, right, or Orange County?
1: Yeah, we're in uh, Mission Viejo.
0: Okay. Great area. I'm there all the time. Well, I used to be when I go to California all the time, and I'd come down and go surfing. Um, I don't come down. As we were in LA
1: there. like two years ago. Whereabouts L.A. was rough. Um, I mean, I was all over for like 13 years. And then me and him were in Simi Valley. He had a house in Simi Valley. I moved in there with him. We went to Calabasas. And then me and him moved to the Valley Valley to like save money. And um, it wasn't like that bad of an area. It wasn't that great. Um, but we wanted to just save money so we could buy a house. And then we had a kid and then we had another kid and then the houses were going up and then they're going up even more. And we're like, and then the area is just getting even worse, <laughs> even worse. And so we finally got out of there. Thank God. I mean, this it is was like, bad.
0: you're talking through COVID when the homeless scenario went crazy in LA and like,
1: Oh my gosh. Yes.
0: It went off. I, I just, it, went crazy. it was nuts. Yeah.
1: Yes we were like straight in the valley. I'm like, dude, are people gonna start breaking into the businesses around my house? Like, you know, cause they were just like running around crazy, breaking into businesses. And Oh my God. It was, yeah. And I was like a new mom and pregnant again. Cause my kids are 15 months apart. So yeah. In LA was wild. Was yeah.
0: So something I wanted to kind of touch on was, the, the um you know as a as as a new mom as a woman in a re, in you know in a in a relationship where like the, say the male was is making the money you're dealing with having kids very very important mm-hmm. i think kudos and so much credit to you and all the moms out there including my wife yeah. <laughs> um shout
1: out
0: so, wifey shout out wifey there's there's like there's this i'm speaking from my experience And then you can tell me your experience. So, and my experience is just my experience of my wife, but she, you know, there's mothers. It's, 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 it's an, it's a crazy accomplishment. It's, it's such a valuable thing that moms do. It's like the most important thing in the world, nurturing children, bringing people into the world. And then like just the act of doing that is the support system that say the other partner, whether it be a man or another Same sex or whatever has to go and be providing for the finances, right? Um, but then in the case of my relationship, like it left like so much, uh, um, like longing for some other accomplishment that she didn't get to have while she was like raising the kids, right? Right. And now she's sort of there. She's like, I want to, I want to do my thing now. I want to fucking go do my thing. And it's like, I'm like, great. Fucking hell yeah. Go do your thing. Like whatever that needs to be. Right. So, so yeah. Like what was your experience with that? And is like this, is this, is this vintage business that you're running now sort of like your chance at that? Or or is that, is that a thought for you or is that not? a thought?
1: Yeah, that's a hundred percent. My experience too. I was like, I had blaze and then, you know, 15 months later I had Boston have two girls and it was really rough. Like it was really, really rough. Like being a stay-at-home mom, like kind of losing my mind. I didn't have any help. Um, we didn't have like a lot of family help like at all. Um, and I was just like, I need help. Like we need to hire help. Like I can't do this by myself. Like I'm literally losing my mind. Um, so finally we did get help and, um, because i was literally losing my mind like i had two babies and i'm just like what do i do here you know what i mean yeah yeah Yeah. um and it was rough for me you know like being a sober woman and just having you know just issues (laughs) just having issues and just you know being a mom of a new mom of two babies it was a lot and him being at work and stuff and it was, it was just rough. So we finally did get help and um she was like a blessing in disguise and worth it. Because we had we had no help. Like we just had no help and then um I finally, you know, got to be able to do something that I was super passionate about cuz right before I had the kids I was in rescue. Um animal rescue mainly dogs. So that's like my other number one passion. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I did a That's lot crazy. with that, and um, it was just hard with the kids to go to shelters and do all that kind of stuff that I was doing before, and then I found my little niche with the, with the Harley stuff, and then the Banties, and this whole new world, and I just got sucked in, and I got super obsessed with it, and yeah, it was to- it's totally my outlet. It's just my, you know, my little thing. And they'll be like, mom, like, why do you have to work? Why do you have to do this? I'm like, cause you can do anything you want to do. I want to show you, you can do anything you want to do. Mommy loves what she does, you know, and try and just like, I don't know, be the best I can be for them, you know, and be mentally the best I can be for myself, for everybody around me, my children, you know, because it's just being a yeah. stay at home mom was just not, you know, they go to school, they go to school now, but it's, it's, yeah, no, it's, I, it's I, I,
0: I can totally relate from the other side of that. And, um, you know, like I said before, I, I feel like so much like respect, kudos, like admiration for what moms do. And it's, wow. it's awesome. And I, I wish that like, um. well, from my experience, like my wife would, would view what she's done as more of an accomplishment in that regard. And not to say that I think that she shouldn't go strive for more accomplishments, but like, I feel like there was a lack of like giving herself the credit for what she did do. You know what I mean? Of course. Yes. 100%. With the family. And, and, and I feel like that's probably a recurring thing for a lot of women where they don't, They don't look at it the same and then they see like these outside accomplishments and then feel, it's just, I don't know. So yeah,
1: a hundred percent. It's like mom guilt and then yeah, seeing outside accomplishments and being like, oh, I'm missing out or, you know, I can't do that or I can't do this or, you know, and the mom guilt and just all that kind of setting in and just trying to find a little bit of a balance, you know?
0: Totally. And I, yeah. I feel like too, like the, then, then having something outside of the home, like your business, it's also really good for mental health. Cause you have like a separation, you get to then focus on something else and you, you kind of like have your own thing. You have your time when you're like, I get to go do my thing that where like mm-hmm. you might be supported in that, but also you don't have to like do it together all the time. No,
1: exactly. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Exactly. All right. 100%. So you told me too that you went to uh, fashion school.
1: I did. I went to Fritton in Los Angeles,
0: which is a, which is Boy. a big, big, uh, uh, renowned fashion school. I know it.
1: It really is. Yes. Yeah. I do. I feel like I use any of it. I don't think so. People <laughs> okay, are like, I question. think you do. I think you do. I'm like, I don't think I do one bit. But. I took so, all these like crazy classes. So I don't
0: know. What so yeah, that was kind of my question. Like, I guess one question was, did do you use it? You know, of course, I I from what I've understood about fashion school, they don't really dive a whole there's like fashion history, but it's all about like couture and like French design and shit. And it's like African, right. and you're like, I feel like everyone I've spoke to who's done that was like, you don't use that really, you know? But The other question is, um, like you're saying you took all these crazy classes. Like you just get to pick what you want to take in a fashion school and kind of like pick your lane of what you learn.
1: Um, yeah, I don't remember what the heck mine was called, but like mine was in the line with, um, being a stylist, um, visual communications. That's what it was called. Visual communications. Like, so it was all like visual stuff. So I wanted to be like yeah. a stylist. I'm gonna be a stylist. And then um yeah, I took all these kind of crazy classes, and I'm like, just when the fuck am I gonna use this stuff? I'm like, when am I gonna use this? I was like 21 years old, you know. Um I was not sober, and I think I finished sober. Um thank God. thank god but like you know my dad was one to be like you have to be in school you know you got to go to school and i'm just i feel like i'm not a believer of that really like i feel like maybe take some time and figure out what you really want to do instead of just go to school go to college and go do all this or you know like yeah maybe go to a community school and do your you know um what your two years or whatever but me and brad both like brad didn't i think he's like short a couple credits like he didn't graduate college but Brad's like the book smart one i am not book smart at all i have to study my ass off to get a b um i'm more visual 100 percent. so it was rough. Yeah. It was like, it was just school. Was yeah, rough. Can I
0: ask you what your star sign is? It's a random question. Aries. Aries. Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: Cool. Um, Definitely. An so, Aries. so, uh, yeah, just cause you said the visual thing, like, um, it's very, it's true. A lot of, some people are very visual. Some people are, um, like we'll, we'll, we'll have like these photographic memories of like, when you read it once, you know it forever. And like, um, my, I'm like an analytical person. I'm like a very analytical person. When someone like talks to me about some idea or concept, I like start to like break it down. I'm, I'm Virgo. And that's like a very Virgo trait. So
1: I think there's that. truth to the,
0: tr- truth to the I that. To yes. I love that um We're getting, uh, we're getting sort of close to like the 45 minute mark where this gets like axed into the Patreon. So you guys all got to go jump on the Patreon now, but before we, before we end the free version, I want you to talk about the madness event. This, this Instagram was it March madness? They call it.
1: Yeah. And vintage. I don't really madness. know anything about
0: it. You had yeah. a crazy showing, uh, Ooh. take us through this whole, what it is, how you prep mm-hmm. for it. And the whole process
1: okay so it's a b and b um three guys uh ben nick and bob they're like the little production team that um i'm actually a part of now i wasn't then um i've known them i've known a few of them but um i got asked or they put it's a 64 bracket like a march madness basketball thing yeah and you know you go against people and then it dwindles down and then it's one versus one so i got asked there was a first one and i watched the first one me and brad watched the first one like off and on and we were like this is dope like it's dope to watch it really is um but i got asked to be in the second one and i was like Let's fucking go. Okay, I'll do it. Let's do it. Like, kind of freaks me out, but let's fucking do it. So I said, yeah. And obviously, yeah. This,
0: is, this is all IG, right? This is yes. an IG live. And you're yes. talking there. So they 64 brackets, meaning they pick 64 mm-hmm. sellers or collectors. Do you have to be a seller mm-hmm. or could it be just a collector?
1: Yeah. I mean, I feel like you can be just like a collector too. I mean, but okay. just, you know, you have to sell T, so it's like a one-on-one battle a one-on-one battle you both show tees whoever you're against three two one show a tee and uh the chat bids it up you know sometimes you know what they're going for sometimes you don't know what they're going for and then they pick you know so like the ending bid whatever 1.5 and they'll be like I'm going with the Akira, you know, I think like mine went for maybe like two, two grand, the green Akira or 1.9. I don't remember. Um, but literally I just remember like hiding behind the teas because I was so freaked out. <laughs> I was so nervous. Like I had banging ass teas. Like I brought some heat, but I was just mortified and freaked and nervous. Um, because i'd never been in anything like that i was like i think it was me and jones maybe Marilyn, um but like no you know not a lot of females so it was scary so what i did for this tournament literally was ben from bnb shout out bnb he has all, you know, the old lives saved on his page. So I went back and watched the whole first March madness, vintage madness. I watched the whole thing, literally sat at my counter and just fucking watched and studied. And I was like, holy shit. Like these guys are pulling rap tees out, like the first round, you know, and there's, I think like six rounds it is. Yeah. Six rounds. And then I'm like, shit, like they're going for low. Some are going for 300 bucks, you know, but then again, like this movie promo tea, which like, I didn't know too much about movie promos back then. Like I told you, I didn't know much about Marvel back then. Um, So it was kind of like, yeah, freaking me out. I think in the sense of just like, I was still new and I was just like, I don't know. I was just fucking nervous. So first round, I don't remember who I went up against. It's all a blur, but I know the second round I was going up against Jared who had won the first one. He won it with marble. He had like megas, all kinds of stuff. Good friend of mine now. Um, But I knew that like I had to have some crazy fucking Marvel piece to beat this guy second round to go on, you know, I'm like, of course, I'm up against the winner, like second round, like, what the fuck? So I, you know, I get some stuff and I'm like, I need something that is going to blow this Marvel guy out of the water you know like I don't know if he's gonna whip out something on me that's gonna be huge or if he's gonna go like lower because he knows I don't really have Marvel we don't really know each other he probably doesn't think I'm that big of a threat so I was just like I need like a mega I need a mega and um I forget what fucking mega it was So bad, my mom brain so bad, but (laughs) so bad. Um, but I he had just I don't know what tea he had, but we both showed, and I was mortified. And I had a I had the mega, he didn't have a mega, and I beat him. And I was like, game fucking on, you know, game fucking on. Like I beat the winner of last year, like Jared curates, like insanity stuff like insane he's amazing um but i was like okay like i can what's do his this.
0: instagram what's jared's instagram
1: um jared's instagram is everyone loves jared just jared just and then jared is j-e-r-e-d okay cool yeah he has crazy marvel stuff and so like me and him over time have really become close buddies, but, um, I've met him in person and stuff and, but yeah, it was just like that sense of, I can do it, you know, I can do it. So then third round, I got nervous, um, and I, I pulled out my green acura, you know, and everyone's kind of like who is this girl you know like who is this girl what are how does she have these teas like holy shit and i'm like no i've i've been here but like i sell mostly on whatnot you know like i didn't just appear like yes i post on instagram but i'm not on instagram live so to speak 24 7. i might pop on once in a while but i was really focusing on whatnot. So, I feel like you know nobody knew like what I had. I, you know, I wasn't a huge like. I would post on my story. I would post, you know, post some stuff, but I wasn't like posting all my grails and showing all my grails twenty four seven. I try to like showcase a lot of that more now and stuff, um, but that's just not how it was because I was on whatnot so much, and last round last round i go against percy and percy's you know like one of the top dogs on instagram love him to death i we are obsessed with him he's the best he has all the heat he um was pulling out a lot of rap tees and i pulled out my junior mafia and you know that was like you know, one of the hardest wrap tees to get. So I forget what Percy pulled out, but again, mortified, just hiding behind the tee. I was just like, Oh my God, I don't know. You know, if I win, I win. If I don't, I don't like, I just, I want, I want this to be over with. I want this to be over with, you know, like there's no shots for us. You know what I mean? There's no like, uh, no little, uh, Percocet and a fucking shot to calm our nerves. Like, no, I'm like, holy shit. You know, like I'm just always freaked out now, like in competitions, I'm like, it's nothing but a thing. But, um, so I'm freaking out. I'm holding up this junior mafia and I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know. You know, like everybody, Percy so loved and he has so much heat and I don't know i'm just going with it i'm just going with it and um ended up winning and then you know so many people were happy a lot of a lot of my friends from whatnot were on their instagram and then you know i see like a couple people even people that like i knew like saying you know like oh wait like you know the one who bought the shirt like they know each other and um she's selling his shirts and like just weird shit you know like i'm selling shirts for someone else not like they're not my shirts you know and i'm like what the fuck, you know like anyways um you're always gonna have some kind of like backlash you know so i was just like whatever we were pumped and you know, just nerve wracking at the same time, and then I had to, um, you know, show a little bit of proof that, like, because you do on those kinds of like competitions, you have to show like some verification because there is a lot of like funny business going on. Like, there is a lot of people bidding, and then people sending back money. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that you can't control. But
0: I so had was there is there a prize for this event?
1: $1,000. Woohoo. Uh,
0: yeah. Like you're selling $2,000 t shirts and then the exactly. price is 1000 bucks. So, yeah. Okay. So, oh, so the, the proof is that they're saying, what's the proof? They want proof that you the transactions were real?
1: That the transactions were real. And then I took that, you know, in a really just pissed off way. I'm like putting my kids down. I was super pumped. Like, all my friends are calling me and we're just like, you know, we're super excited. And, you know, I video chatted with everybody and they were like, Hey, um, you know, are you selling or are you selling? I don't know. It was for, I think first it was something like super weird, you know, and they just asked me and I was like, no. And they're like, okay, no worries. Like just wanted to clear it up. And I was like, yeah, no worries. So, um, and then, um, you know somebody asked me for the proof and they wanted the transactions and i was just kind of like how dare you you know like gross you know just because i felt like it just wasn't that was like so that was one of like the first competitions now i feel like it's so normal to ask for the the transactions because of all the crazy shit that goes on like it's of course, like show the transaction, whatever. Like it's nothing but a thing. But I feel like that was like super new to ask for like proof, um. And I just felt like it was like a little humid hum- humiliating, you know, to show like how much money I like spend on teas, you know. And I just took it a little personal, and um, which you know, whatever. I shouldn't have, and I was just upset and. Um,
0: so they want the proof that you bought the shirt from somebody or they want the proof that somebody bought it from you. Okay.
1: Yeah. That I had purchased teas that I had made purchases, um, for, for buying the t-shirts. And, um, (laughs) yeah. So I had to show like Zelle receipts and stuff like that. And, um, Yeah, I was like pissed off for a minute about it. But um, in all honesty, like that's like reality of competitions, especially because now, I mean, like now people can just send you the money or even if you show like the proof that somebody paid you or whatever, yeah, you can show that a lot of people ask for that. But it's like, you can just send it right back, you know?
0: Yeah. So, I mean, it seems pretty weird to me. So, I guess, yeah, you, people can, you can fake a buy. And so, like, you could have mm-hmm. your friend bid in the comments, send mm-hmm. you some cash, you send it back. It's nobody, no sweat off anybody's back. Right. And then I guess the other side of that would be like, you were selling somebody else's shirts and you're in cahoots with like a team that's like trying to win this thing or something.
1: Right and then I would tell like some of my friends and some of my friends that are like very high up and that have been on this podcast and they're like who gives a fuck if you were selling teas for somebody else like that makes who cares if you were selling teas for someone else and they weren't yours like who gives
0: a shit yeah and like I'm you still like, had the tea essentially because right. so yeah, and like it, selling a tee for anybody at any other at any other point wouldn't really matter. You'd be like, whatever. Like, they were do all, all my T shirts. Is very, very normal.
1: All my T shirts. Like, they were all.
0: Sadly, they were all my T yeah, like, so
1: like- shirts. I didn't really make any fucking money. You know, like I live in California. Yes, like a thousand dollars. Like, it, it's you know, it can be a lot of money for sure. But I'm just like. Yeah, I'm not getting like, I don't know. I spent a lot of money on these fucking teas, you know, like I'm pulling out megas, akiras, fucking wrap teas that you can't, you know, you can't get. And
0: yeah, so do you think like some of those teas you sort of paid just as much, if not more, for what you ended up selling them for? Is that what you're saying?
1: Yeah, 100, uh, yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah. totally.
0: Especially if yeah. you're like going out in California, like in Hollywood to go to a store to go buy some shirts. Like it's like the, that's like the top of the top. But I mean, yes. all these shirts are so rare anyway. It's like hard to find. You got to have crazy connections. So, so, so just to, to clear this up for the listeners here, like head to head, the chat bids, you don't know who they're, who they're going to ask for to buy the tea. Whoever they ask for to buy the tea, it's an automatic sale for that value, and then you you win. You move on to the next round. Is that how all these contests work typically?
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all the one-on-one battles, and then you have like the level ups, where the level ups, you'll say, okay, like here's my hundred-dollar shirt, but at one fifty, I'm gonna level up with these, you know, I'm going to add in this shirt. So I've been in those battles too. And then you can go up to like a thousand dollar bundle, you know, um, I've gone up to, I think like $1,500 bundle, me and my buddy Brian on exchange. I think we were doing, we, we were just acting crazy, you know, and just like giving away tees. I was just giving away tees at that point. And that's when I was like, okay, this is a break for me to do the contests. Thing. I think I just need a break but vintage madness is coming up this year and I'm with bnb now and um you know they do a lot they do a lot of stuff on whatnot now and um they host a lot of hosting a lot of selling I mean um Ben Nick Bob Shirley Chris from unfaded there's just like a couple of them a couple of us all over the place um, like chris is on exchange a lot um and great 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 group of guys like har so hard working you know it's just like so yeah, so hard working cool. i'm just like i just you know i just want i don't know just want them to hit the jackpot they're just the really good really good people that just work really really hard you know what i mean
0: yeah So we've still got lots more to talk about, but we're we're at the hour mark. I want to, I want you to do, we're bringing back the challenges on the podcast. We're bringing back challenges for the listeners. So Brittany, you have one. What do you got? My challenge? Yes. Your challenge.
1: My organizing challenge? Yeah. Okay. My organizing challenge.
0: I think it's awesome. Okay. We have a bunch of slobs listening to this podcast that keep their teas <laughs> in big shitty death piles so
1: <laughs> I get it it's hard it's really hard and especially when you get new inventory I don't know I get it I feel everybody's pain but time to clean up and clean up your side of the street guys you need to maybe take a picture of your before. And then get your space, whatever it is. It doesn't have to be like your own room. It doesn't have to be, you know, just wherever you have your inventory or whatever. Clean it up. Get it organized. Get a rack or get your rack together. um, Fold your tees. Get them organized. um, Make it look all nice. And so that you know and that your head's clear. You know, it just makes everything so much better when everything's organized. It's more clear, and um, like post like an after picture.
0: Yeah, hell yeah, I love it. Tag B for vintage. Tag me Drew Heifetz. Go get your shit organized. It'll change yes. your life because this is not just like it's 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 real. You know that there was like a whole Marie Kondo fucking movement there for yes. a while. Get yes. your shit organized because it like a clear space mm-hmm. is a clear mind. As a cluttered a space is mind. a cluttered mind. Also, um, tech, tech and sports. He's been on the show and he has this concept called reset to zero, where you like you have a clean space. It starts with a clean space, but then every day when you do your work, like you're shooting for your listings or you're doing your whatnot live or something, you make sure you clean it back to good. So the next day when you come in. You get to come into a good clean space. Like it's so much more inviting to start work into like a nice, fresh space.
1: Hundred percent. And it's so Um, good for your mind. I mean, literally so good for your mental health. (laughs) It really is. Mine's a mess right now. I just had a kid's live, but I gotta get my stuff back together too. But (laughs) I love organizing my stuff. Love it. I can do it all day long
0: yeah there's something about it there's like this therapeutic getting your collection organized getting your inventory organized it feels good so that's the challenge get organized tag tag us in your pics and uh watch it change your life yes so we have lots more to talk about i really want to dive into your pre-vintage life and becoming sober i've had my own journey with that so i want to get mm-hmm. into that with you now i want to get into the whole crazy 15 hour live deeper play-by-play i want to talk about like some of your sourcing methods i want to talk about um just wherever this conversation takes us so we're now into the patreon portion guys jump on the patreon but we're going we're on, on. All right, everybody, as you heard me talking about with B, this is the end of the free version of the show, but we continue our conversation for over an hour more, talking about sobriety, but really we dive heavily, heavily into our whatnot conversations, where she drops all the tips and tricks of selling on whatnot. She tells how she did over a hundred thousand dollars on her whatnot live. She also talks about how she sources all her heat how she gets all her stock so if you want to learn all that stuff um, you definitely want to jump on the patreon it's only five bucks a month but guess what that's not all you get a free seven day trial absolutely free so you actually don't have to pay anything to go listen to the rest of this episode plus the over 120 other episodes that we have recorded with some of the greatest minds in the vintage community Also, if you don't want to get on the Patreon, you can sub right here on the YouTube. Click join down below and you can watch it right here on YouTube. The full no ad episode. By the way, guys, on the Patreon, there are no ads, completely ad free, two hour plus episodes, 125 episodes for your brain to learn from. That's it. Thanks for being here, guys. Appreciate you as always. Make sure you go follow my account on the Whatnot because we're starting it up heavy. Drew Heifetz on Whatnot. Check that out. Bookmark all the shows. Get her done. Bookmark all the shows on the Whatnot. And uh, we'll see you on a live where you can talk to me personally. Peace out.